Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Hello everyone. I'm going to uh, continue this theology of the body uh, introduction. I figured just do little short segments, you know, because there's a lot of thought and reflection in it. So as we look at this, you know, as I say, the family is the domestic church, right? So every family is called to be on earth a, a mini church right and so the the what does the church do it reveals god it's meant to be an icon of heaven right so what's going on in heaven right now well the love of christ the bridegroom for the church the bride and all the spiritual children which are the saints right so it's one big family in heaven right so on earth the family's a domestic church well how do we get a family right we get family in in our world today the families come from marriage and marriage comes from our sexuality. So as sex goes, so will go your marriage, so will go your family, so will go the world or culture or society that we live in. Now that's important to understand because that little equation there is so key to our culture, society, and world. Because think about it. If there's struggles in the world, you can then say, deduce that those struggles come from the family then you can deduce that those struggles come from marriage, and then those struggles come from what? A misuse and abuse or misunderstanding and expression of our sexuality, okay? So sex is not just another question. It's at the very heart of history and culture, okay? And when I say sex, I'm not talking of it as a verb, what you do, but sex as who you are. Meaning there's two ways of being human, right? There's being man, being woman. There's two modes of being human. And in a theology body is education on being human. So there's two ways of being a human. Being man, being woman. So your soul, see, touches God. The soul is how we touch God. The, the gift of faith resides in the soul, right? So the soul can touch God. And God gives grace. And when the soul is touched by grace, that grace expresses itself through the body. Well, the love expressed through a man's body is going to be different than the love expressed through the woman's body, um, at least in the area most especially um, of being paternal or maternal love. Every man is ultimately called to be a father. Every woman is ultimately called to be a mother. Um, so as God touches the soul of that man or woman, then that love is expressed through the body. So the body um, makes visible the invisible. That's what a sacrament is. Sacrament is, is something um, visible that makes present what is invisible. Like think of a road sign to Chicago. Um, the road sign points to something greater than itself. So the road sign is an outward sign that communicates a reality greater than itself, namely the city of Chicago, right? Well, my body is a sign. It's an outward visible expression of my soul, right? And so sex, meaning being male and female, sex as a noun, not a verb. What does it mean to be male and female is the most important question you can ask um, while you're now here on earth because that's how you're going to live and behave and ultimately live in a vice or live in virtue. 
Um, and God wants us to be virtuous in our world, our society, and our culture. But virtues are cultivated in the family, and the family um, is cultivated through marriage, and marriage is cultivated through, again, a proper understanding of our sexuality. So, I know that's a lot, but I think it's really important to really see the integral connection between sex as a noun, male and female, and how the world spins, um, basically determining history, who man will be for woman and who woman will be for man. And so, now the challenge here with all this is what? Where do we get our understanding of our sexuality? You know, some questions you might ask yourself, where did you learn about sex for the first time? Where did you learn what it means to be man or woman for the first time? You know, where did you learn this? Where did you learn about a healthy understanding of sexuality as a man or as a woman? Did you learn it from MTV or Cosmo Magazine or um, GQ? Or did you learn it from movies and popular entertainment or music of the culture or secular world? If that's the case, then you probably have some um, need for some uh, healing of your vision of our sexuality, that we have some blindness that needs to be healed. You know, was there an open, honest communication about sex, you know, age appropriately in your family, or was it tabooed? You know, again, kids, um, high school, teens, you know, as you grow and as you mature, you need to have a healthy um, um, input, um, age-appropriate input about the beauty and glory of our sexuality, to have a holy, if you will, a, a reverence toward it, a respect to be cultivated. And again, again, this is seen in the way we even dress, right? You know, the way we, we look, the way we talk, the way we don't talk, the what we listen to, what we don't listen to, what we watch, what we don't watch. So again, we all have, if we're honest, right, we all want to see we want to see, like remember the blind man, Lord, Lord, I want to see, right? Well, who here wants to really see what it really means to be a man or woman? That's what the theology of the body is about. Think of it as a pair of lenses that God gives to us to correct our, our, our poor vision um, that, that we've picked up or learned um, from the ways of the world, the flesh, and the devil. So even from the very beginning, original sin, from original sin, we've been born blind, okay? Whether you know it or not, you're born blind. And a a way to understand that is, imagine if everybody in the city um, here of Omaha was driving around with flat tires and rubber shredding off the rims. And think about year after year after year, think it went, let's say that went for 20 generations. Well, you would, down the road, after so many generations, people would start to somewhat Maybe question a little, but they'd start thinking that it's just normal because that's what everyone else is doing. Well, it's the kind of the same way with our sexuality is we see like, oh, this is what everyone else is doing. Everyone else is doing it like this. So that must mean it's good or it's right or it's okay. See, we're easily deceived. This is why we need the church, right? The magisterium, the teaching office and authority of the church, not to make our life hard, but to call us to greatness, so often people are complaining about the church's teaching or or saying the church is behind the times with regard to marriage, family, sexuality, you know, namely contraception or uh, whatever it be. But really, it's a very shallow 
way of looking at it. The, the church is our mother. She cares about us. She has years and years and years of experience of human frailty, human weakness, successes and failures. So Mother Church sees things we don't. Um, and we'll talk more about that. But bottom line right now is we need to pray with humility to God correct our vision. Because right now we divorce the body from God. You know, when we, you know, a man that's lusting after a woman, a woman that lusts after a man, they're not seeing God in the body. They're seeing an object or something to be taken rather than to receive the gift that God reveals through the body. You know, when Adam and Eve first saw one, one another in their original innocence and nakedness, it says in the Bible they were naked without shame, meaning their vision of each other was so pure and holy. They didn't at all, it, lust wasn't even a word. Inordinate or disordered desires wasn't even a word. Like they saw each other as literally revelations of the profound mystery of God's divine love, okay? And so they saw stamped right into their bodies a call to communion, which is holy, a call to imitate and image the Trinity. God is three persons, one God. Husband and wife become one so that there could be love between them, yes, a unitive, but then the procreative, right? They, they can give forth the gift of life with God as procreators. They can have one, two, three, four, five members of a family, yet one family. So three persons, one God, many members of a family, one family. So that call to image the Trinity, right? This is holy stuff, man. This is great stuff to think about and talk about. So let's ask God to correct our vision. You know, we go to a licensed doctor to correct our physical vision. Well, we need to go to the divine physician, Jesus. Lord, like the blind Bartimaeus, let us all cry it out. Lord, please, I want to see. I want to understand what it means to be a man, to be a woman. Um, I don't want to hear it from the TV or the radio I, I want to hear it from you, Lord. So we need to go to prayer. You know, theology of the body on the knees before the blessed sacrament, learning about the profound majesty, beauty, and glory of your femininity or your masculinity and not to be afraid. So may God bless you until next time in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.